We're One Direction. Stands. And this is our podcast. to a different One Direction song. Mm-hmm. Um, we are currently on season, season four. Album four. Title, Title that album four. four. There we go. <laughs> uh, we are on the bonus tracks. Bonus. The first bonus track we have is Change Your Ticket. We'll be talking about Change it. Change, Change it. it. Do it, you coward. God, why would do you it. never do... Do it, you won't. It's like, we tell you to do one thing. Change, just change your ticket. Just fucking change How it. How hard is it to change your ticket? Just, just change your ticket. And yeah. then, do you? No. No. Uh, we will talk about that song. <laughs> we will also talk about uh, where these boys have been, what hijinks and uh, mishaps have they gotten into. Mm-hmm. Usually not positive things. Um, uh, yeah. One could say, um, <laughs> y- yeah. Hey, you know what they say? Well-behaved men really make history. That's, they always say always that. Say it. It's I've heard it so. I believe it was Marilyn Monroe that mm. said. Marilyn Monroe. <laughs> oh, game changer. Menism, and I am I so right? I was looking for a drag name. We got you. Ooh. Um. Anyways, um, change your ticket. That's the song this week. We're gonna yeah. talk about it. Oh, we're also um, talking about what these boys are doing right now, oh, which is yeah. spoiler alert. A so lot. much, guys. It has been a week to Ooh. be a one D fan. If you are addicted to that sweet, sweet content, you've been riding high all week, baby. All week, baby. <laughs> and by all week, I mean really just like one concentrated day on yeah. like Thursday night. It yeah. was like here is everything Thursday you've ever asked for. Like yeah. 
Well, and then, really intense. Yeah. Anyways, we'll get into it. Yeah. Oh, my God. So much, you guys. So much. We got that sweet, sweet content. <sighs> we love that content. Mm. Pump it up straight into our veins. Yeah. Um, give me an IV of People Magazine. Is <laughs> <laughs> it? Surprised you wouldn't say, like, Twitter. <laughs> okay. The people where you still get all of your information. Okay. It is the truth that, you know, when websites pop up with those little things on your screen and they're like, do you want us to, like, give you notifications? Yeah. And then you click no. On people, I accidentally click yes. Oh. And I keep meaning, every time I get a pop-up from people, I'm like, I should really disable those notifications every time. I see the, like, half of headline where they're like, Chris Jenner's first comment on, and I'm like, down, down, and I'm like, I gotta know. I gotta know. On them every time. I didn't really know what those were for a while, and so I just hit accept on all of them, and yeah, now whenever I log on, it's chaos. <laughs> I hate it. Yeah, that sounds bad. But do them for People Magazine. It's pretty fun. I've learned yeah. a lot about like, the contestants of The Bachelor. You know? Ooh. Yeah. Yeah, some good stuff. Wow. Anyways. Anyway, this week is Change Your Ticket. Um, these boys never sing this song live, which makes yeah. sense. It's a b- b- bonus track. And they also just plainly stole it. <laughs> Um, yeah. Should we just start there? Should we yeah. just start there this week? <laughs> Guys, um, we're about to play you a song. And is it actually two songs laid it's over each other? Songs. Let's find out. Huh. Sounds, Sounds like, like only like one, one song. song. This can't be two different songs, can it? No. They wouldn't can sound it? this similar. Guys. Guys, we're kidding. It's two songs. It's two songs. Did they put them? Yeah, yeah, you can, can hear, hear them both. Um, guys, <laughs> One Direction really fucked up, and we love them. Yeah, we do. We should tell this up front. Two of them are our sons. Yeah, one of them is our is our nephew. We're rooting for, and mm-hmm. two of them are estranged yeah. from our family. <laughs> Liam has been fully kicked out of the family. Yeah, no, like Liam is like. It's like when people are like, oh, how are your sons? And you're like, you know, Liam's following his own path. Yeah. Like, that's <laughs> that's our answer now. Um. Anyway, we do love them a lot. They, um, yeah, they stole this song for the yeah. 1975. Um, so uh, to get into that a little bit, um, we will discuss, I don't know a lot about the 1975. Um, I mean, I was on Tumblr in this era, so I like... Sure. That's dabbled. the thing. I feel like I knew of them as kind of like for like Tumblr girls. Yes. And then this last album they released, I know like I was seeing everywhere people were like, this is a really good album. Oh, really? I feel like a lot of like music y people I were just like, this don't is a great album. trust their lead singer. I was going to say, but then today doing this research, I saw a picture of their lead singer and he looks like the lead singer of the band that kicks Jack Black out of them in School of Rock. Oh. Like wow. he's like not thought of that. skinny and tattooed and like wearing low rise yeah. pants without a shirt. And I just like, <laughs> really hate it. I really hate it so much. Um, I also think about that, about just School of Rock in general, so much. <laughs> like, it is a constant point of reference for me. How much is me. too much? We don't know. Write in. No, there is not too much. That That's movie true. is so good. Shout out to our friend um, and sometimes podcast guest Mary, who I know for a fact that is her mom's favorite movie. Ooh. That's my favorite fact about her mom. I was about to add, or I was about to add, was it Axe? her mom. Axer, Adder, yep. Doxer. Anyway, Matt Teeley is the lead singer of yeah. 1975. Um, I think his, like, handle is, like, Truman Black, which always, I'm just like, I don't understand. It's, like, probably, like, a funny joke that you don't <laughs> get about, like, drugs or something. Mm. 
I don't know. I don't trust him. Anyway, that being said, um, he had some shit to say about the 1D voice. So what Fair. happened, apparently, is they asked him to come in for a writing session. Oh. And he did. And um, he said that he was, like, kind of uncertain about doing it because um, he, like, is, like, kind of just only writes, like, by himself. And I never yeah. done anything like that before. But was like, oh, like, I'll try it out. Like, it's good money. Yeah. And then he said, um, they didn't seem to actually be that interested. They just wanted to play me this song that they said was really, really inspired by us. Oh, no. The song in question was Change Your Ticket, which Healy says sounded so much like his own band's girls that he asked Wendy to tone down the similarities before completing it. Listen, guys, fill your boots. The song doesn't sound that much like girls, he told the band. But the guitar and the whole vibe of it is a complete lift. So yeah. take the guitars off and we're good. Which is correct. Yeah, like it's, We just listened to them bleed over. It was the exact it's same the exact opening same guitar lick. Like, exact same. And I do wonder, I mean, because obviously One Direction, aside from Niall, um, like, didn't play, like, any instruments. How much... Because I know they did a lot with songwriting. Mm-hmm. How much did they do with that, like... I know. I feel like that is probably more where the other writers and producers come in. Yeah. Is my guess. Um, but also, but they like, can really you, recognize Julian, how dare. <laughs> how dare. They clearly, like, heard it and were like, oh, this is a 1975 song. Yeah. And then, like, didn't fix it. Yeah. Um, That's also a weird thing to, like, invite them and be like, hey, do you want to listen to this song? Oh, it's, like, it's, like, such, like, a perfect shady move. Yes. Like, I think that's, like, such, like, a specific, like, industry thing to do. <laughs> to be like, like, oh, come in, it's an homage to you. We just love you so much. Oh and it's God. just, like, fully lifted. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, he did say, um, he says Wendy agreed to change things up, but an unaltered version of Change Your Ticket did wind up on Ford's Deluxe Edition. Healy wasn't credited in any way. It would have been a bad 1975 song, he said. <laughs> <laughs> Which is pretty fucking devastating. Um, then he went into this. When told by this Swin interviewer that Wendy's latest album, Made in the AM, is also chock full of other pop influences, so this is from later, but... Yeah. Um, Healy wasn't surprised. They're four guys who queued up outside an arena to sing in front of <gasps> Simon Cowell. Do they really have oh any artistic credibility? That sounds like a mean thing to say, because it is. <laughs> but it's a good question. Like, do they? Oh my god. This is, I feel so gratified, <laughs> like, knowing, like, the shit that Harry's putting out right now. Oh my like, god. Yeah, he fucking does. I know, exactly. That was Jesus. what I was thinking, too. I was like, mm, oh, sorry that, so that like... Several of them are now out, like, making good fucking music. Yeah. Um, yeah, so he talked a little more about it. Apparently there was a rumor going around that one of his songs on the 1975 album he almost gave to 1D. Mm. Because they didn't nearly give it to One Direction. This is something he said in an interview. I suppose I did. Fucking hell. Imagine if I did. Oh, God, can you imagine? They wouldn't have liked it. I got a phone call and they were like, One Direction wants you to write a tune for them. And I was like, fucking get in. Which is very British. <laughs> I think it's very distasteful when artists talk about money. But fucking come on. It's like, Adele wants you to write a tune. Yeah, all right. <laughs> he continued. So I went in there. They were really nice lads. Like, excited on that. And I was like, fucking hell, I don't know what I'm doing. I'm not the kind of artist who goes in and is like, here, let's just figure something out. That's not what I do. So I just started playing them demos and stuff that I have. And I was like, what are you doing? That's your next album. <laughs> Which is actually pretty funny. Um, so apparently he plays them the song The Sound, and they're like, oh, we actually really like that. But then gotcha. he didn't give it to them. Okay. Um... Anyway, wild stuff, you guys. Um, Here's the thing. I don't know 1975. I hadn't heard the song Girls until today. This song is fine. Um, I like how it sounds, but now I know it's just another song they stole. And the lyrics are pretty dumb. Yeah. So it's just... I will say, too, it's not like the lyrics in Girls are 
that much better. Oh, I'm certain of it. I have not looked them up, but I would not be surprised if that man's entire vibe is a yep. person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know that he wrote an entire song where they use chocolate as a stand-in for weed, yeah. so I don't yeah. trust him. Like, that's, let's be clear. This man is untrustworthy. There also apparently was a thing where he was, like, in a room making a video and there was a Harry Styles cardboard cutout and started making out with it, so that's something. Just calm down. Yeah, it's just the whole thing Like, I get that we're all just horny beings flying through the I mean, listen, yeah, if I were to make out with a Harry Styles cardboard cutout, it would be art, but that's different. (laughs) (laughs) That's different. And we can all agree. (laughs) With that, it's okay. It's Five. It's good, actually. And you know what? People love it. People would say, people would say that they want to see more of it. <laughs> if it, if that especially would... Harry Styles himself, he would be like, "We should do this again, but this time I'm not in a cardboard. Oh, it's all flesh, baby." <laughs> <laughs> anyway, this song you want to hear? Who wrote it? Who? <laughs> the song was written by All Five Boys. Oh. And Sam Martin, who I don't think we've heard no. from before. Chris at first I thought it said, no, I thought it said Steve Martin at first. And I was like, fucking dope. Wow. I love that for him. He came into some banjo licks and left. <laughs> um, also, Julian Bonetta and John Ryan. It is shocking to me that it took eight people to write yeah. this song that's like, you'll especially in my hotel. Yeah, don't fly. the lyrics are just like, pretty dumb they're really pretty dumb yeah. um i mean the, that being said i like how the song sounds yeah how it's it feels, fun but then also too it's like but also i just like this how the song girls like sounds yeah and feels. exactly don't love the lyrics. Yeah. yeah exactly like it's yeah it's like okay it, it feels very um like early 1d to me mm. kind of in the sound that opening like well i feel like sound is so i like immediately jolted when i heard it <laughs> I was, like, listening to the, to the last song we listened to, and it, like, went into this one, and I was like, oh, no, are they going back to techno? I, like, panicked, because it sounded like the opening of a lot of those, like, techno songs from the first album. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and then it doesn't. Know. Once you get into the guitar, yeah. it doesn't. But I think just the way that it's, like, a very, very simple song, there's, yes. like, no poetry to the song. It's just, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. this is happening, this is what I want, <laughs> and, like, it's very, very simple lyrics. It felt very, like, early days 1D to oh, me, okay. but, like, not in a way that I like. Like, I love yeah. a lot of early days 1D. My Spotify unwrapped just revealed to me that one of my top <laughs> songs this year was Kiss You and No Regrets. <gasps> wow, I love that! Yeah, Kiss oh You and Happily made me like top 10. Oh my god, I love that. And for your you. favorite Taylor Swift song was my number one. <gasps> Holy Ground? Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. Because they put it on so many playlists this year. It's yeah. such a good playlist song. It's a good playlist song. Anyway, that's, uh, that's my Spotify unwrapped for all of you. I did not <laughs> I did not put it on Instagram because I'm not cool enough. Like, I was like, everyone else was like, ooh, look at all my indie rock. And I was like, you guys want to know how much this is Taylor Swift? It's a lot. Can I just say, though, like, God, if you have wanted to put yours out there or mm. if you did, yeah. do sure. not listen to the I people know. crying being like, why is everyone posting their Spotify yeah. rap? Jesus you Christ. You have to look at it. Scroll yeah. right through, also, baby. I like knowing what my friends are listening yeah, to. Yeah, I think it's fun. I think it's really fun. I think I, it's very enjoyable. I found out that one of my old, like, bosses, uh, when I worked at Urban Outfitters for a brief spell, uh, is a, like, a huge One Direction fan. And I was like, oh my god, I had no idea. That's so fun to know now. Know. But yeah, mine was, like, exclusively pop. I think my, like, yeah. it was, like, BTS, One Direction, I think. Maggie Rogers and then mm-hmm. Taylor Swift. <laughs> Mine, very unsurprisingly, was all either like bubblegum pop or roots country. The only, <laughs> the only genres of music that I listen to. Absolutely, I contain multitudes, and by that I mean two, two. multitudes. <laughs> bubblegum pop, roots country. You, you know? know, it's enough. It's enough. It's enough. 
It's some like <sighs> indie pop ladies in there too. There was always yeah. a lot of Maggie Rogers mm-hmm. on there as well. You know, you know, a, a few, maybe three multitudes. <laughs> Let's give me that. Um, three layers. Yeah. Anyway, That's this song's fine. Yeah. I lo- love a tiramisu. Um, yeah, this song is just kind of, like, we have so much where they now to get to this week that I'm, like, nah. this song is fine, and that's all I have yeah. to say. I just don't, I, it doesn't inspire much in me. Yeah. I like it. I wish that it weren't just, like, a ripoff, and I wish that the lyrics were more fun. Yeah. Yeah. I wish that, um, it was their melody, because it is a nice melody. Yeah. And I wish that the lyrics were not just, like, you look sexy in a hotel bed. Yeah. <laughs> I wish you'd stay here forever. I don't want to be alone. Honestly, I'm sad when I'm alone. Me saying Roll you up. look sexy in a hotel bed, we should sit here forever, is better lyrics than this song. Yes. <laughs> That's actually way better. Yeah, it's like a lot, a lot of just repetition. You should probably stay, probably stay a couple more days. Come on, let me change your ticket home. You should probably stay here with me a couple more days. <laughs> Come on, let me change your ticket home. Don't go. It's not the same when you're gone. Don't go, uh, and it's not good to be all alone. That's my favorite. It's not good to be all alone. It's not the same when you're gone. It's not good to be all alone. So you should probably stay here with me a couple more days. It's like, if you read this out of the context of the song, it's impossible to figure out, like, what kind of rhythm is going on. (laughs) It's just, like, it's just... The fact that they found one is, like, insane. Kind of impressive. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, like, good on you guys. Good on you, Bonetta. They were fighting hard there. (sighs) Yeah. Not... Not my fave. Um... Do you have a movie pitch? Oh. Um, let's see. Hmm. I, since we were just doing a little bit of a rewatch of To All the Boys I've Loved Before. Oh my god, we were. <laughs> you guys, if it, if you haven't rewatched To All the Boys in a minute, guys, I hadn't. do it. I, what a I know, I'm about to say it holds up my movie that is one year old, but <laughs> Holds up. It will hold up forever. Yeah. We will never have a complaint about it. And as much as... Actually, one complaint. Peter Kaminsky being really into Fight Club. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Although, I know that it tracks. I know that it's on brand. We have also discussed that it's important because it's like a nice little cool down. Every time he That's reminds true. you that he likes Fight Club, you're like, okay, <laughs> like I'm a, like a little less horny. <laughs> Thank God. <laughs> He's not a teen in real life. Yeah, <laughs> I'd like to yeah, establish that. Exactly. Um... <laughs> Also, no, my one complaint would be how very quickly Noah Centineo burnt through all the goodwill I had for him. Yeah. And it was the most goodwill I've had for nice. a newcomer in years. Yeah. I was like, this is my next, this is, this is the low budget Timothy Chalamet we have all been asking for. <laughs> and then, then like, literally a week later, I looked at his Twitter and was like, you're oh, out, buddy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. His Twitter, he shaved his hair. Why? He did that. What did it, What was it that he said when he was at the Lego oh, Wars so show stupid. and he was like, oh, just the feelings. I don't remember. It was, Guys. It was dumb. <sighs> Anyways, okay. Noah Centineo. Mm-hmm. Um, so he, he, and uh, he's like a salesman that mm-hmm. travels around the country. Traveling salesman. <laughs> a very <laughs> common, um, <laughs> job in the 21st century. <laughs> Wait, can we make it a period piece? Can he be like a 1960s traveling salesman? No. But I want to see him in an old suit. You do your own pitch, bitch! Well, I already have thought of one just now in this Ugh. moment, okay. like seconds ago. Just let me it's finish different. pitching. Okay. okay. But I just, but can you just wait one second? Because I just have like one quick thing to say. Just like one really important thing to say. <laughs> okay, fine. Noah Centineo oh, wow. in a high-waisted dresser. Yikes! <laughs> Gotta go! <laughs> I'm just saying, if you make it a period piece, <laughs> slam! That was such good... <laughs> Left radio moment. play. <laughs> um, <laughs> creak. I'm back. <laughs> uh, 
Okay. Your facts are so soft. <laughs> right? Slippers. Spoiler, we're recording on a bed again. <laughs> Professionals. Okay. Um, so, Noah Centineo, he, like, travels, he goes to, like, these, like, I don't know, like, trade shows or something. Um, sure. And he gets on this, like, same loop with this other gal, and they, like, start off where they're, like, kind of enemies. George Clooney is up in the air? It is. Except he doesn't (laughs) fire people. He just sells things. And she's not cheating on her husband? No. (laughs) Um, Spoilers! We're up in the air. They start out as enemies, then they become friends, Mm -hmm. and then lovers. Wait. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. No, wait. Hold on a second. They start out, you're telling me they're enemies. each other. Then they're friends. Yeah. And then lovers? Not friends. They just go enemies to lovers. We got some feral horny sex. Do you know what actually (laughs) is my favorite trope? Yes. Enemies to lovers to friendly lovers. Mm. Talking about you, red, white, and raw blue. (gasps) Yeah. You know? I mean, they're already friends. Yeah. But, like, they won't admit it. Yeah. That's what I'm looking for. That's that sweet spot. Um, anyways, so. They are staying in all these hotels and start out just being, like, mad at each other. And then one night after Noah, like, ruins, like, a pitch of hers or something. Classic. Um, and then she, like, comes in and she's like, you are, you suck! <laughs> and he's like, what? <laughs> she's like, Love you are the dialogue. worst! <laughs> he's like, me? Did you also study Zorkin? <laughs> this is incredible stuff. <laughs> and then... He's like, wanna make out? She's like, slaps him. But then, do they make out? Yeah, they do. Oh, fuck yeah. <laughs> um, anyways. That. So then, they're just like, we get like a montage of them like meeting up and hanging out, having fun. Um, and then, she's like, I gotta go. And he's like, change your ticket. <laughs> change your ticket. <laughs> Don't go. It's not oh, good to be alone. This is great. And this is scene. complex. <laughs> That's what it ends. Wow. So she changed her ticket? We don't know. It's like, it's like Inception. We're like, did the top, did the top stop spinning? We don't know. Did she change her ticket? We don't know. I know. The top stop spinning. Whoa. Christopher Nolan told me. He called me and he was oh, like, this yes. is a secret. You can't tell anybody. But here I am. We're really on this podcast. Uh, because no, Christopher Nolan and I are in a big fight. Remember guys- Christopher Nolan? I, are you guys enemies to lovers? <laughs> I see where this is going. Christopher Nolan is my lover. Oh, <laughs> you Chrissy. heard it here first. <laughs> Chrissy! Ooh, wow, Chrissy. what a nightmare that is, though, <laughs> actually. Like, I don't really know anything about him. I just feel like, oof. <laughs> I just feel like the hey, man. He did give us Dunkirk. I know, it's true. He loves Harry Styles. Mm. Harry Styles? <laughs> He's got a little southern. Hey, he loves Harry Styles. <laughs> he loves Harry Styles. Um, uh, he loves him in the picture shows. <laughs> no, I was doing more of a Daniel Craig and Knives Out situation. Oh, Harry guys. Styles. Harry Styles. Guys, go see Knives Out. It's really good. It's good. Get those knives out. Um, What's your pitch? Get them out, baby. Um, Okay, so recently, Emily, Y, and I um, rewatched Xenon, Girl of the 21st Century. Yes. I feel like we uh, that already inspired at least one movie pitch in the week since, perhaps. I think so. Um, but I forgot what that was, so I'm going to do another one. Do it now. Follow your heart. The thing about Xena Girl of the 21st Century that I did not remember is actually most of it. Like, I <laughs> really had forgotten so much. 
of Xenon, including that a lot of it's place on Earth. I, yeah. I forgot she, that as well. She, like, returns to Earth to live with her, like, quirky aunt, mm-hmm. and then um, meets a bunch of regular Earth kids who are my, mean. One of my favorite tropes in, like, movies for, like, teens or kids is when everyone, like, is, like, really, like, makes fun of a kid for something that is, like, objectively cool. Yeah. Like, it's, like, whenever, like, child actors are, like, it's everyone at bullying. school made fun of me for being in the parent trap. And you're, like, did they? I don't know that was <laughs> fucking dope. Like, I don't buy that. That's yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. So everybody on Earth is, like, ugh, you're from space, you fucking weirdo. <laughs> and I'm, like, if a kid came to your school who would live on a space station her whole life, you'd be freaking out. Yeah, you'd yeah. want to know everything. Everyone would be committing to be her best friend. Sure. The one person who is... Is in a in a thing that only affected me and no one else ever oh, yeah. <laughs> from from Everwood. Guys, if you haven't watched Everwood, I'm pretty no sure it's has. still on the streaming site CWC. <laughs> you have to watch a lot of commercials, but it is worth it. <laughs> really selling it. Love Everwood. It's yeah. like a more wholesome The OC. Mm. Which is always out of like <laughs> It's like The OC, but wholesome and in small town Colorado. Are you sold? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I had such a crush on Ephraim as a teen because he was like really angsty and played the piano. That really worked for me. Mm. Younger Ephraim is in Xenon. Um, as this guy that Zidane, like, gets a crush on. And there is this one scene that's really powerful, where he, like, goes to kiss her, and it's, like, a very bad, awkward kiss, and then she's like, you fucked it up, do it again. <laughs> and I was like, Zidane, the BDE! Yeah. And I was really impressed by it, and I feel like Ephraim needed to match that BDE. Mm. Um, and I feel like what's gonna happen is Zidane's like, I'm ready to fly back to space. I gotta go to the Protozoa concert, I gotta see my yes. parents. I gotta save space. There's a lot of reasons for her to go. Mm-hmm. And then he's gonna be like, no, change <laughs> change your spaceship ticket. Catch the next spaceship. <laughs> they come every hour. And, space um, can wait. And then they, they really don't really make out because they're like 12. Yeah. But, you know, they, they just like go to a park. They, yeah. Like, yeah. They like peck a lot, you yeah. know. <laughs> they swing on a swing. Yeah, oh, he, like, pushes her on the uh-huh. swing. They get ice cream. Oh. It's really nice. Oh. And, uh, and then she does go back up to space and save the world. Oh. But first they went on their little park date. Yeah. And it was worth it. So. <laughs> um, so that's that, I guess. Should we talk <laughs> we about? We nailed it this week. Guys, <laughs> you're welcome our for our pitches. complex, thought-out, just really game-changing movie pitches, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. Much to unpack, and we will. A lot to think about. Um, Your we... move, Hollywood. Hollywood. Call me. Hallie. Yeah, no, you got my number. Hollywood. Hollywood is uh, my friend's grandmother. <laughs> really they can, about. like, see it as you're, like, you're, like, set it, you're, like, mm, maybe I can stick the lid. <laughs> I lost Love it that so quickly. I lost it so quickly. I did once, um, when I was a maid, I cleaned the house of a man who had a dog named Hollywood. And I was always oh. like, what a great dog name. That's Hollywood. Name. And then if people Hollywood. are like, Where, who's that your dog? <laughs> you can say, that's Hollywood, baby. Ah! Oh my god! Yeah. I mean, I was like, what's your dog's name? You would say, that's Hollywood, baby. 
Yeah, I'm gonna get a Doctor Who Hollywood. Not that I really thought it through. Anyways, anyway, should I talk about some lore? What are these boys done? <laughs> Don't get me started. So a few weeks ago, um, we began a journey that I decided oh, to take God. us on with no permission or <laughs> um, request, and that is the journey of Louis Tomlinson's Baby Gate. Sure. Today, There's a lot to unpack. <laughs> Honestly, that was the thing. It was going to be a one-week lore, but I couldn't do it. Yeah. There was too much happening there. This is now part three of the series? This is part three of the series, and and um, the final. Okay. The final part wow. of the series. An epic trilogy. And uh, where we're going to go with it is um, we're going to talk a little bit about um, the point in the Baby Gate story where it would seem that it would be impossible to continue to believe... <laughs> That Louis wasn't actually having a baby because mm-hmm. a baby was born. There were there was a birth certificate. <laughs> there were images of the mother of his baby leaving Which, the hospital with her baby. I still remember like like crazy fans went and got the birth certificate. Oh yeah, but then they didn't believe it. We will get into that next. Oh my god. Um, there are photos of Louis holding the baby that he himself released, saying, "This is my son." <laughs> um, but guys. Never doubt a Larry's commitment to Larrying. Um, we are going to go through this um, just really legendary BuzzFeed article that I was, personally, I remember reading at the time, before I really knew or cared much about 1D, I'm sorry, I'm late to the fandom, um, and being like, this is fucking wild. <laughs> um, it's a good read. This is the BuzzFeed article, there's a wild conspiracy theory that Louis Tomlinson's baby is fake. This is seriously wild. <laughs> um, so we start with tr- truly just a really upsetting picture of yeah. a shirtless Oof. Liam holding his baby. That's Louis. Uh, oh, <laughs> damn it. It's been so long since I did that. Oh, their names both start with L. They both look kind of like a rodent. Um, they both have sons. <laughs> they both have sons that they are questionable parents too. And questionable tattoos. Questionable tattoos. Can we? We haven't yet really discussed the horror that is Liam or oh, God yeah, damn it, Louis's <laughs> entire chest saying yeah. it is what it is. And it, there's in terrible font too. It really bothers me that it's all in caps. Is it? Isn't it? No, that's a lowercase h. Oh, okay, never mind. So it the just, eyes like, are looks, bad. Yeah, bad eyes. Um, so it's a bummer to see this. There's a few reasons that he could be shirtless in this picture. One, Louis being Louis. <laughs> yeah. Two, it's like a thing. Skin skin contact is good for a baby. Sure. Maybe he's trying to be a good dad. Three, a prevailing theory that he was trying to prove that it was him <laughs> by being shirtless, so he could be like, "Look, these are my tattoos." <laughs> no one else. It's would not put these a on body, body double. <laughs> You cannot believe that anyone else in the whole world put a tic-tac-toe <laughs> game on their arm for no reason. Oh, um, the Pac-Man. Seeing the Pac-Man while he's holding this ooh, child the Pac-Man? is bad, too. Where's the Pac-Man? Right there. Oh, buddy. Yeah. Remember when he openly was like, yeah, man, I'm just like a sketch pad. It's fun. <laughs> what a choice. Anyway, we're not here to talk about these terrible tattoos. That's maybe for next week. That's next week. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, we are here to talk about Baby Gate. So... There, we've gotten into a lot of reasons they thought it wasn't, wasn't real. My personal favorite part of the theory is that he was once, somebody tossed a baby doll on stage, <laughs> and he went to throw it, and people were like, ah, you're throwing a baby, and then he said, it's not real, and then everyone was like, he means his, his baby, baby, which is fucking wild. Okay, so now we get 
to November 2015, um, the head of their PR firm gives birth to twins. Louis is in L.A. and goes to visit, which is nice. Yeah. It's a nice thing to do for one of your employers. Yeah. Coincidentally, <laughs> his hair, when he went to visit the twins, is the same length as his hair when he posts a picture of him and his baby. Coincidence? <laughs> yes. Coincidence. Also, just, like, haircuts? Haircuts. His hair just, like, always And, like, looks styling. Like, like yeah. it can look different lengths at different times. Yeah. Um, another really favorite one is on the day after his son was born, he tweeted, I'm pleased to say my baby son was born yesterday. Smiley face, baby emoji. He is healthy and pretty amazing. Smiley face. I'm very happy. Two exclamation points. But as the fans noticed, Louie always leaves a space between the end of a word and his two exclamation points. Every time it wasn't him. That is, look at, they have proof. Look they at all those proof. tweets. Look at all these times of space before the two exclamation points. Impossible mm. that it is him. Wait, I want to read that reply. Mm-hmm. This is so modest. Louis always did space between them exclamation marks. Bye. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, so Brianna, his, the mother of his baby, starts posting pictures, right? Um, alongside the caption, 121 2016, Friday Rain, Love of My Life. But when Louis said his debut was born yesterday, it was on January 23rd. Whoa. Has anyone ever heard of babies being born in the middle of the night? No. An indeterminate date? Mm-mm. Or Louis maybe not Mm-mm. fucking caring or being present <laughs> for the birth of his child and maybe fucking up a single detail? <laughs> Seems impossible. <laughs> Again, my favorite part of Babygate is how much of it is predicated on being like, I mean, Louis would never do something this shitty. Yes. It's just impossible that he would, Louis like, would knock up a one-night stand. <laughs> it's just, like, and then, like, what? That he, like, just wouldn't admit to it in the news? That's wild. <laughs> Buddy. Um, so that's another really important piece of proof. Um, a lot of it is about how Brianna, Brianna, and Louis look a lot like various YouTube and Instagram stars, and them convincing themselves that they just, like, stole other people's Instagram (laughs) photos and photoshopped them, which is fucking wild. Also, like, Brianna looks like a lot of people, you know? She's just, like, a blonde white girl with a nose ring, like... She could be anyone. That could be my sister. You know? Who knows? Um, my other favorite piece of evidence is that this um, Instagrammer... Oh, no, sorry. The the PR head who he visited, who had the twins, there's a picture of one of her twins, and they're like, look, it looks exactly like the picture of Freddie. <laughs> Guys, all newborn babies look they the same. They all look the same. They all look exactly like the same. Shrivel little raisins. in Tiny faces. little weirdo aliens with conads. <laughs> they have conads. Babies. That's how they put the hats on them, because their heads are pointy when they first come out. Cone heads! Oh, what did you hear? Gonads. <laughs> oh, God. Very different. I just kept hearing it. I was like, why? Cone heads. They have pointy heads. <laughs> um, Brianna leaves the hospital in what is, frankly, a weird outfit to leave a hospital in. That being said, 
we have learned through this process that Brianna really likes being famous because yeah. of having a boy band to start with baby and yeah. probably wanted to look good leaving the hospital and God bless her for it. Yeah. Also just seems like a California thing to do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just like, I just wish she was not wearing jeans. Like, I can't imagine yeah. putting on jeans after giving birth. That's like one of the worst <laughs> things I could ever think of. I hope they are maternity like, jeans. like fall out. Yeah. Oh it falls out. It's true. Uh, the whole thing. I don't like to wear jeans after eating a big meal. <laughs> Belly's still kind of like a pregnant belly for like a few days. You gotta shrink back. Anyway, it's really wild. Um, so it was a weird choice. It does not mean that she didn't have a baby. (laughs) Um, they're pretty sure it does because she's not in a wheelchair and technically you get wheeled out of the hospital and then you stand up out of the wheelchair to go to your car. But that's (laughs) another story. Um, I love that they have proof of people being wheeled out. Yeah, they're like, look. Okay, so someone did get the birth certificate, but it says, no one seems to care that right under the InTouch logo, apparently InTouch released it to be like, it's a real baby. Oh my god. Is a statement for information only, not a legal document to establish paternity. Edit apparently says identity. That's very different. <laughs> this is not the certificate the parents would receive. This is a copy that anyone can buy from the state. Yeah! yeah. Do you think they went to Louis's house and took his son's birth? That's how birth certificates work. Fucking you can't wild. Just get anyone's birth certificate. Truly wild. Now we get to the photos of Louis objectively holding his baby, yeah. followed by the insistence that the baby is a doll. <laughs> because turns out. That baby dolls can be really realistic these days, <laughs> and it means that that baby is definitely a doll. Another part of the evidence is because um, the baby's eyes are always closed, and they're like, <laughs> I don't buy it. Um, babies, you know, they sleep a lot when they're literal newborns. They are mostly sleeping. I was in my uh, sleep doctor's office, and apparently... Babies get to sleep for 12 to 16 hours. Guys, that's how much they're supposed to sleep. Being a baby fucking rocks. God, In my next life, I'm coming back as a baby. <laughs> it's one of my favorite Kimmy Schmidt lines. Um, now, a really disappointing thing is that I had been waiting and waiting to get to the end of the baby gate post that I had found on uh, Tumblr. Yeah. Um, and then the final one is, like, nowhere to be found. It was, like, the, like, 404 not found thing. So, I don't know if she took it down because the evidence wasn't enough or something. (laughs) But she did have one more that we hadn't gotten to, which really continues my, um... This one where she was, like, she's a mom. Um, yes, yeah. She fully, her about me is, like, mother of two and Larry. And I'm, like, oh, my God. Um, so... It contains a lot of the whole thing of, like, no, there's no way that Louis would have done this because he's too good of a person. We'll get to it. (laughs) Um, A lot of the proof is that they have all of these, like, photos and clips. They keep being, like, it's impossible that Louis, that the baby is real because every time they bring it up in interviews, all the boys look too uncomfortable. (laughs) And you're, like, yeah, Yeah. because he knocked up a rando in L.A. and nobody knows how to handle it because they're fucking children. And they keep being like, see? Um, This interview with, like, him and Niall. And they're, like, joking around and laughing in all these screenshots. And then the lady was like, and you're going to have a baby too, right? And he's like, yeah, I'm really excited. And then it's, like, him and Niall looking, like, so bummed out. Which is not proof that the baby is fake, but is proof that Louis did not want to have that baby. Also, peak comedy. (laughs) Peak comedy. Really good stuff. Um, There's also this really great thing where they show all the faces that he made 
um, when people were asking him about the baby, and he looks, like, really bummed out, and then a bunch of pictures of him with kids, where he looks, like, really happy and into it, and they're like, see, he would have been happy to be a dad, and I'm like, I don't think you understand how being a parent works. Louis would be a great father. I mean, Louis is a father, and he's doing his best. That being said... Uh, a real choice. My favorite part is that this person, we covered last week when they went on Good Morning America and Michael Strahan was like, psyched to be a dad, Louie? And they were all like, that was not in the contract. Um, and this person who wrote this, um, sent the video allegedly to a friend of her dad's who was a psychology professor. And was like, will you please analyze this body language? (laughs) And I would like to read that to you. Absolutely, let's go. My father lived with a gentleman who was a professor of psychology, and he's an incredible person. gentleman? He's an incredible person outside of that. I just want you to know, all right? (laughs) I, I get it. He's got he's a great a, reputation. I get it. He's a psychologist. He's a psychologist, but is he a piece of shit? No. Wow. I know. Who would have thought? After the video posted yesterday, I decided to shoot him an email asking what his short version of an opinion was on everything, just their reactions, etc. Can you imagine? You are a licensed therapist. Your friend's daughter. Sends you an email, and you're like, that's weird. I wonder why. Maybe she needs a recommendation. And she's like, can you please analyze this video of a boy band based on their body language? I know you have a PhD. (laughs) So you're qualified to look at this. He apparently does. And responds. I watched the video, and the only thing I thought was how uncomfortable. Bro, same. Sure. The remark does not look like it was rehearsed at all. He sort of tosses it in in passing to get a real reaction, and real is what he got. If this kid is supposed to be happy, if this kid is supposed to be happy about having a baby, he isn't. Correct. No shit. The pursed lips is a thing we look for when we sense lying. It's a mechanical act of the body to force in a lie. He also looks to our left slightly a few times, and that's a large clue as well. The right side of your brain contains your imagination and has been deemed the creative side. Without knowing it, your eyes turn to the left when you're trying to come up with a story. Oh my god. I'll have to look more into the story. If you want to email me about it, I'm curious to hear more and assess it further. No, he's not. Also, this man does not exist. No. No. He's lying to cover up something. And when the woman asked the other boy why he was so quiet... That was not done to change topics. It seemed like it was done purposely to bring attention to his lack of a reaction specifically, which makes me think there is something going on behind the scenes there. Yeah, there is. People think they're fucking. The body language from the other boys when the question was asked was not welcoming either. There was clear discomfort between all of them, and the boy sitting right next to him looked directly at him, waiting for his response, but not in a congratulatory way. I'm pretty sure that was illegal. If these boys are all friends, you'd think they'd be happy for the news. Again, no, they wouldn't. He's like 20 and he like knocked up Miranda. Like, listen, he made the best of it. I am so happy yeah, for yeah, him. Yeah. Like, he turned out to like love his son and be a beautiful yeah, dad. Yeah. That being said, it's like you're allowed to like have an unplayed pregnancy and be like, oh shit, yeah. and like take a minute. Yeah, you yeah, know? Yeah. That's reasonable. He was a child. <laughs> uh, I know he was like 22, but he felt like That's a child. Sad. He was a baby. Um,. 
It seems as if he was ready to protect him if he looked weak or stumbled. You don't need to protect someone who is anticipating a happy life change. Again, this was not like a cute planned pregnancy. Also, has their sexuality been questioned? No! The smaller one and the one with the long hair? (laughs) I love this. Him? You think of that clip from Arthur that, you mean people would lie on the internet? Him being the only one asked about his lack of response when neither of the other boys had one either is telling. Yeah, again... It's only telling that the interviewers knew that people thought they were fucking. Like, that's the only tell. They weren't like, oh, no, we're really concerned here because historically these two have a relationship. Like, no. No. That's not what's happening. This isn't concrete evidence of anything, merely an opinion from someone who's got a background in knowing what to read when people are interviewed or questioned and body language generally. It doesn't state that he doesn't believe Louis going to be a dad. Just something fishy seems to be going on, too. Yeah, it is. It's that he knocked up a rando in L.A. now this professor is like, the short-haired one and Louie, yes. (laughs) Oh, no, that was written by the author of of this post. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Although, the short one and the one with the long hair is, like, my favorite Gotcha, yeah, yeah, yeah. That would be the title of my Larry blog. Also, has their sexuality been questioned? Also, just a a quick check. Wow. Um, anyway. (laughs) What is that? Severe signs that you are being lied to. (laughs) Yeah, um, he's showing all of them, apparently. He doesn't mm. say he's excited. Check. Fake smile. Check. Micro expressions. Check. Also, here, as you were asking why Paul Ryan was on this post, it's because there's, like, a series of lying politicians <laughs> photos, and they're all they're all making the same face that Louie made when he was asked about the baby, which is a face you make when you're not happy because someone is making you talk about something you don't want to talk about. I think more than a lie. I think it's, I think Bill Clinton was making that face not because he was lying, but because he was like, oh, fuck, I oh, did shit. have an affair. Uh, and I think Louie's making that face because he was like, oh, yeah, no, I did get a girl pregnant, yep. actually. Yeah. Whoops. Um, so anyway, that brings us to the end of Babygate, mm. which, um, we can all now definitively say that Harry and Louis are married and the baby is a doll. Right, I'm really glad that we, yeah. yeah, that was, no, I'm really glad that we came to that conclusion. Because we all know that if he were actually, you know, gonna be a dad, he, he would be excited. And he would have handled that shit a lot better. <laughs> and it wouldn't have been so uncomfortable for everyone. <laughs> All the boys would have immediately been really happy for their bandmate who was going to have a kid with a girl they'd never met. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) A really exciting time for everyone. Again, we're not trying to be shitty about the baby. The baby is now born and happy, and we're very happy for Freddie, and his parents love him very much. That being said, you know, know. you're allowed to take a beat to figure out being a teen dad. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Woo! Anyway. Whew. Um... Hey, what are these boys doing right now? Well, thank you so much for asking, especially while I was burping off the mic. I think for giving me that pause. Um, guys, what are these boys doing now? Answer so, so much. much. They're doing the most. Holy shit! As the kids say, um, uh, Niall. There was a headline this week that says Niall Horned admits One Direction stars shouldn't release music at the same time. I- and, like, agree. No, 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 it was fine. He he was just, like, kind of cheeky about it. Somebody asked him about it. He said, it's something we don't talk about, the fact that we keep releasing music all at the same time. He admitted, we should probably start staying away from each other in terms of that, but we'll get to it one day. But thank God there's enough room for us all. Oh, So it's very so cute. cute. Um, thank God there's enough room for us I all. I know, like very, that. very sweet. Um, but, yeah, truly, these boys are clearly not really in touch because no. they did not plan their release dates around each other at all. Um... 
So a lot is happening. We're going to start with someone who did not release new music, but has a bit of news. Our old boy, Zane. Oh. What's he up to? Zane and Gigi want to work things out. Oh, God. <laughs> My note on here is just all caps. I'm bored. <laughs> um... I guess that Gigi is not dating that guy from The Bachelor anymore. Yeah, and then he has allegedly spent weeks trying to win her back, sending roses, writing a romantic love song about her, and she's finally agreed to try to work things out. Oh, wow. Imagine being Gigi Hadid's friend. Is it so exhausting? It sounds... Like, like, what is Casey Musgraves doing right now? You know? What is Taylor Swift doing? How do they feel? What's Jonathan doing? Who? Oh, my God. That's why she's all the queer eye guys. Oh, the queer eye guys do not like saying except that they probably see him as their ultimate project. Oh God! And you know what? Maybe that's what could fix him. I think that's the. I think that's the only option left. Yeah. I can't. There's. There's nothing else. <laughs> I. You know. I want him to. To you know. Around, I do. Yeah, I do. I believe that it could happen, but I do. I, I don't want to put that on a woman. Yeah, give me yeah, a team yeah, of yeah. five gay men. That's who can do that. <laughs> you know, that's what I'm looking for. I do. I feel like there's something about like Zayn and Liam. I still feel like Zayn could come back. Like Zayn could come yeah. home. You yeah, know, Liam. I feel like is beyond. It's amazing. It's amazing how quickly that has become the case. Yeah. yeah. No, like, it's, like, I've always been like, oh, yeah, some of them are trash, but, like, you know. Yeah. So we get into Liam. He's Ugh. beyond the pale, you guys. Wow. Um, Liam released a new album this week. We have not listened to it because we love ourselves. Yeah. Um, it's called Self Care. Look it up. <laughs> Maybe at some point, if we're, like, drunk or depressed yeah. or in, in the right head, what is the right headspace for this album? Uh, I don't know. Just, like. In a coma? <laughs> Dead. <laughs> Apparently, fucking in a uh, in a parking in a lot. Parking Let's lot? get into it, guys. There was a really solid review of oh, this album yeah, so you're just this read the week. Whole thing. Oh wait, that's the wrong one. Hold on. Sorry, I have a lot of links up here. That's the same one. <laughs> you're doing um, this. Hold on, I'll just type it in. Okay. Uh, review. Uh, yeah, there was a re- and it's like what's really amazing about it is it's like four paragraphs long. Like, yeah. I think we can read the whole thing. Um, and it, it does not hold back. This is a no. one-star review. Liam Payne, colon, LP1 review, beware, former 1, 1D member on the, on the prowl, One Direction's Which is mis- accurate for him dating a fucking 19 year, or 18-year-old. Oh, we'll get into it. Okay. I think she is 19, okay. but, like, still. Mm-hmm. It's not that much better. Yeah. Um, One Direction's Mr. Boring lets his inner <laughs> sexual piranha loose with frightening results. Ooh. Is the subhead. This is by Laura Snapes. Thank you, Laura Snapes. I'm just gonna read it. Yeah. It's just time. Let's thing. do it. Liam Payne recently lamented that when One Direction's management realized he was the sensible one, they made him keep his bandmates in check. Again, from what? I mean, like, yeah. Zane and Louie in the weed van was not great. But, like, but also, like, Liam was part of the weed van. Yeah. Like, Everybody was just kind of, like, doing their thing. Harry has now said in multiple interviews that, like, he never did drugs while he was in yeah. 1D because he was, like, trying to keep... I think Harry was as much, like, taking care of everybody. Yeah. Like, it wasn't It wasn't like it was, like, four wild boys. Yes. He, he, like, like them in. he's not like the fucking Wendy to their lost yes. boys. Like, this is, like, not that big of a deal. <laughs> Getting cast as Mr. Boring was annoying, he explained, yielding him the least screams from fans. That's why. Okay. <laughs> Happily for pain, Solo Freedom has let him reap maximum screams and embrace his officiousness with 3.7 billion streams. He is the most commercially popular 1D member, which is truly upsetting to hear. Yeah. Everyone go stream Adore You. Yeah, please. Please. Um, (laughs) 
followed by, it's hard to see why. <laughs> Despite LP1's effortful attempts to cast Payne as a sexual piranha, the 26-year-old generally comes off as an uptight scold. On Hips Don't Lie, he stares at a woman's groin as she dances and warns that she'd better not be wasting his time. I hope your hips don't lie unless they're lying with me, he sings. A conclusion so deathly, it feels like a funeral for reproduction. <laughs> also, also the fact um, that he call- he just named the song Hips Don't Lie. I, like That's already a song. It's a really famous song. We all know it. Um, my personal favorite, the thrumming rude hours, yes. finds him inviting a lady to a parking lot. Might be a bad idea, he admits. I'll probably do your ass in a car. <laughs> do your is, ass? Is Liam really having anal sex in a car? Do your ass. <laughs> Who has ever used that phrasing ever in the history of anything? Liam Payne, virgin? <laughs> he didn't have a kid. Well, you know, baby gate. Yeah, it could be a doll. <laughs> we know that now. Oh my god. Um, but never let it be said that Payne is boring and responsible. Key unlocks the door, ticket on the floor. If it's a pay and display, <laughs> there'll be murder if it's not clearly visible. Stack it up is halfway between the 2003 50 cent single and the Tory manifesto. <laughs> if you want to stack it up, he advises you gotta work for it. Such are the accidental hides of an album empty of intentional humor, heart, or anything much human at all beyond base carnality. Its generic trap and Latin tinged production and its many guest rappers suggest Payne is trying to keep pace with Drake and The Weeknd. He oh can't God. because his rank readiness lacks the sense of guilty pleasure that makes his Canadian contemporaries irresistible. The simmering both ways about a woman who loves threesomes finds her finds him and her sharing that body like it's our last meal, like Ugh. cheetahs at a carcass. <laughs> Unfamiliar, he admires a lady who's shaped like a model or <laughs> some kind of bottle. Orangina, ketchup? Perhaps oh this leg-crossing horror show is another sign of Payne's prudence. <laughs> LP1 is a terrible pop album, but very effective contraception. <laughs> Guys, God. give it up for uh, Laura Snape's. Thank you, Laura. Incredible. Great work. God, such a delight. I know that I will enjoy this interview more than I will enjoy his album. <laughs> oh my god, 100%. Or sorry, this review. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You know what I mean. Anyways. I got it. Right. Well, uh, what else has he done? Um, <laughs> so much shit. So, um, the thing is, that review briefly mentioned the song. He has about threesomes. Oh, yeah. Um, so the internet found it. Yeah. Um, and Stan Twitter did what it had to do, oh which God. was the... K-pop Twitter was furious for, like, 12 hours. I will say, I love K-pop Twitter, and I support yeah. K-pop Twitter because I love and support you. <laughs> um, K-pop Twitter likes to get mad at people, <laughs> and they do it a lot, and yeah. sometimes it seems unwarranted. <laughs> um, this time, I will say, a little bit of an exaggeration, the song is gross. Yeah. It is, it is fetishizing bisexuality, but, but it's more fetishizing just threesomes in general. Yeah. Like, I don't think it's like, all bi women want to have a threesome, but it's like, this bi woman wants to have a threesome, and I'm horny for it, which is just kind of like, gross and a bummer. Yeah. Um. I do know that's like a common thing, though. No, of, it is. Like, it super is. Yeah. Of like, assuming that bi women want to have a threesome with you, which is like, yeah, not yeah, yeah. a thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, no, for sure, for sure. Um, we will read the lyrics to this song. You're so upsetting. 
Um, they're upsetting because he's, you know, stereotyping by women. They're also upsetting because they're so bad. Um, my girl, she like it both ways. She liked the way it all tastes. Couple more, we'll call it foreplay. No, no, I don't discriminate. He's an ally. Okay. <laughs> Bring it back to my place. Yeah, she like it both ways. Girl, I can feel it. Oh, yeah. I can feel what you want. Yeah. Like that you're different. An ally. <laughs> I'm just kidding. It's terrible. Yeah, do what you want. I won't judge. I won't judge. Loving the way that she's turning you on. Switching the lanes like a Bugatti sport. <laughs> Guys, <laughs> Liam Payne is over. Like, K-pop Twitter can sometimes calm down, but this time, thank you. They thank you it. for your service. They got it. Um, ooh, flipping that body, go head, I go tails. <laughs> I just had a full body shiver. Sharing that body like it's our last meal. Oh my god. One and a two and a three, that's for real. Oh my god. Oh my god. Like oh wow, apparently at one point he literally says, let's celebrate like, oh my gosh. Yes, I saw the, oh my gosh! Oh my gosh! I love that he's like, well, to talk about threesomes and fucking, but, oh, but can't say, can't, can't Lord say we're babe. <laughs> wow. There are some lines I will not cross. <laughs> um, now my top two favorite um, K-pop Twitter uh, tweets about this. Number one is, um, it says, me buying a meet and greet pass for Liam's show so I can show him a better career since music ain't cutting it. And it's, <laughs> Uh, Parts of some holding up a sign that says local clown available for hire. <laughs> then there's also, oh, that was, uh, who are you? Uh, Kiwi Melon HES. Clearly oh, that's a very fan. Yeah, yeah. God bless him. Yeah. Um, then we've got Emma Grace who says, You know damn well Liam wrote that song and went to pick his girlfriend up from school, all excited to tell her about it. <laughs> Guys! He is a teen dad dating an 18-year-old and fetishizing by women and releasing terrible music. Liam, like, we tried. Yeah. We gave it our all. We did what we could for you. (sighs) Cutting you off. It's, yeah, it's time. He's out of the will. (laughs) (laughs) Like, give me a Jesse nice app. Um, yeah. Mm. Should we move on to happier times? Yeah, please. I don't want to. Niall! Oh, released a new song, and it's Niall. really good. It's so sweet. It's very sweet. It's very sad. This is the song, like, a few months ago we talked about, there was, like, some, like, coverage. He was at some, like, billboard party or something for, like, his record label. Yeah. And he sang the song, and everyone was like, oh, oh it's really good, and it yeah. like, sounds, like, very, like, Adele. Mm-hmm. And we were like, sounds amazing. Where is it? We finally got it. Um, it's called Put a Little Love on Me, and I'd like to say that when I first heard that title, I was like, ooh. <laughs> Me fucking the <laughs> but hearing it in the back of the song, I'm like, that's fucking beautiful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a really beautiful song. I really um, like it. I'm gonna read a little bit what they wrote about it in MTV. Um, ever heard of it? Music television. What? Uh, <laughs> the music still on there? And music still on MTV. Her two kids in high school. They tell her that she's uncool, but she's still preoccupied with 19, 19. 1985. <laughs> <laughs> that song fucking slaps. Slaps. Such a banger. Will you please put that, um, spoiler, we're going to be going roller skating after this, so you please put that on our playlist. Absolutely. <laughs> Thank you. 
Um, anyway, um, yeah, it says, it's a far cry from his rock-fueled Arctic Monkeys-esque lead single, which I feel like is nice. I like that he, like, did two very distinct sounds for these two. Um, notably, the wintry gem reunites Horn with producer Greg Kirsten, who worked on the Flicker ballads, This Town and Too Much Jazz, which are two great songs. I like this producer for him. Um, like those two tracks, Put a Little Finds the Irishman going... Full on, I just said the Irishman, and like, <laughs> it was like the movie. <laughs> That's like also a word. Um, going full on balladeer as he reflects on the remnants of a shattering relationship. When the lights come up and there's no shadows dancing, I look around as my heart is collapsing. He sings over a gentle piano medley, because you're the only one I need, so put a little love on me. That's a really beautiful fucking lyric. It is. It really is. Um, In the accompanying video, he sings the piano while a woman in a red dress, who, it must be said, and it must be said, there's a strong resemblance to his ex Haley Seinfeld. Oh, I did not watch. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Very, like, very similar look. Um, not in a way that felt, like, creepy, but yeah. in a way that felt like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah I know yeah. who you're thinking about. Um, Horn announced, I didn't see this, I don't know how I missed it. Horn announced put a little love on me earlier this week by sharing a phone number that, when called, lets fans hear a voice memo of him writing the song, which oh, is really cute, I'd like to find that's that out. cool, yeah. He added that the ballad is one of my favorite songs I've written and a song very special to me. I love Nile. I think this is all the love in my heart. He says that about every song he it's releases. <laughs> every time he's like, guys, this is it, this is the best one. I love one. that confidence, though. <laughs> um, yeah, no, absolutely. Um, the 26-year-old Feather said in an interview with The Sun, it wouldn't be my album if I didn't have a sad, sad, sad ballad on it. Which is accurate, and I love, I love that yeah. he's making himself, like, the sad one. Yes. It's very cute. And it's because he's definitely, like, if you think of all the one deep with in terms of, like, raw emotion, he seems the absolute chillest. Yeah, Like, yeah, he's yeah. the one who, like, feels the least, not in a bad way, but yeah. he's always very level. Yeah, very even-keeled, And yeah. then he, like, writes these, like, heartbreaking songs. <laughs> I kind of love it. Yeah. Um, I just gone through a breakup and it was all very real. It was very easy to sit down at the piano and speak and see what happens. Mm-hmm. Um, Horan also revealed that he had only one request in approaching Kirsten, who previously worked with Adele on the breakup hits Hello Water Under the Bridge. Horan recalled when I gave him the song and asked him to produce it, I said, Adele the shit out of this. <laughs> and he did, my friends. Yeah, it delivered. is it's it's some full Adele shit. Um, yeah, it's really nice. The video is really nice. Yeah. Um, I was talking with Emily White earlier today about how I just, like, love Niles. Like, very, not, like, boring, but just kind of, like, pure and easy yes. um, social media presence. Yeah. And he's always just like, new song out, guys. Get it to the top of the charts. Love <laughs> yeah. ya. See you later. I'm gonna go play some golf. Like, hey, it's just, like, he's just, like, all of our dad. Like, it's just, you like, know. a very chill. Have a beer and watch some footy. <laughs> like, that's his whole vibe. Yeah. Like, all of the uh, fanfics we found that are just, like, a miles in the corner fucking eating and watching yep. football. Like, it's accurate. <laughs> that, like, is his whole vibe all of the time. It's really it's nice. We continue to love him. God bless you, Niall. I cannot wait so to see you in, t- in concert again. Mm. <sighs> are you ready? Nope. <laughs> well, none of us are, but here we go. Harry Styles. Hey. Ever heard of him? Released a new song this week and a new video for the new song it's really good (laughs) it's so good the song fucking slaps it's so good it's like kind of like a fun 80s vibe to me a little bit like Mm -hmm. i feel like he's got like a little bit of that like we just listened to like stockholm syndrome like a little bit of that kind of like 80s guitar lick vibe Mm -hmm. going on but also like very much matches with all the music that he's released in this album so far like this is as we all remember, when Taylor Swift released in 1989, she kept giving interviews where she kept using the phrase sonic cohesion. <laughs> and it was 
like, we fucking get it. Um, but she was like, my last few albums have been kind of scattered, and yeah, this one yeah. I wanted to be very sonically cohesive, mm-hmm. and I feel that with yes. Harry on the top. I really the first album it. was scattered, which is totally fine. I love yeah. that album. I love that it is scattered, yeah. but I can tell that his goal this time was yes. sonic cohesion, and he is achieving more, it. Yeah, it's a lot more cohesive. Very I into also, it. too, I just love the sentiment of this, of like, rather than being like, I still love you, his just let me adore you, like, whew. Like, oh, also God. just like... No, the first time I heard that lyric, I was like, can you imagine any, any man saying that to you? Just let me adore you. Like, I'd be like, oh, fuck yeah, yeah, go for it. (laughs) Big Peter Kavinsky energy. Big Peter Kavinsky energy. I'm gonna go finish that movie after this, but I'm very psyched. Um, yeah. It's just really good. The video is fucking wild. Guys, I was telling Emily why. It is peak Harry in the best ways. Yes, it is all we love about Harry. I remember... Like, when I was first learning about 1D, when this podcast first started, all those many moons ago, and, um, I was seven years old. <laughs> it was, it has been, you know, over a year. Um, but yeah, we were talking, like, I'd gotten into Harry's album, and I was like, oh, damn, this is, like, really fun. And we watched the Kiwi video, yes. and you were like, I love the Kiwi video. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you remember that when it came out, that people were like, wait, what the fuck? Because, yeah. <laughs> like, it had just been like... Harry's like a video, it's gonna yes. be, like, corny and yeah, fun, yeah, and then yeah. it was just, like, him with, like, children and dogs and cupcakes, yes. and everyone was like, what's happening? And, then, like, it took a minute to be yes. like, okay. And I, like, again, like, did not have the expectations that those guys had had, so I just watched yeah. him and was like, oh, this is, like, a f- <laughs> great fucking time. But I feel like this is, like, his, like, second Kiwi video, yeah. and I feel like it's very... Yeah, saying to Emily why I I love Horny Harry, I respect Horny yeah. Harry, I'm, I'm here for Harry and all of his... <laughs> His thorny glory. Yeah. But my very favorite Harry is Weird Harry. Like, yeah. that's the Harry Just that I crave. weird and wonderful. Weird yeah. and wonderful and, like, quirky and silly Harry. Yes. And the first video to come out of this album was, like, very cool and interesting. Yeah. He looked great and I loved the outfits and it was very horny and I loved it. <laughs> but, like, this is what I wanted. Yeah. I wanted Harry just being like, what if I fed tacos to a large yeah. fish? So, <laughs> like, that is the If vibe. you haven't seen it, um, so one, it was just... So, in this, it all takes place on an island called Arota. <laughs> Which just, it's like, first of all, it's, so easy. That yeah. he just, he just spelled the word backwards and was like, I've got it. Yes. <laughs> like, amazing um, stuff. It is so intricate. They did a lot of world building for this. Yes. And I love There's it. There's like a full narration yeah. explaining the it's, island and yeah. the culture there. It's very much just like Wes Anderson meets like the weird and wonderful world of Harry Styles. Yeah, like, for sure. It's just all Honestly, just like shocked really those two quirky. have not collabed yet. I know. He's going to be in a movie eventually. Oh my god. Anyways, um, so, but yeah, so it takes place on this island of Arona. Everyone there, no one smiles. Mm-hmm. Um, it's always covered in clouds. And then there's this boy born and he like blinds everyone with his smile mm-hmm. and everyone's like, what are you doing? Like, and then he's fire yeah. and stuff. Yeah. And then his like smile goes away. Um, and then he, fi- or he's, like, very sad and is about to drown himself? Yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah, he, yeah he's, he's gonna pull dark. a full Virginia Woolf. Yeah. yeah. he's got the stones in his pocket. Exactly. And then, um, he sees a fish flopping and he, like, tries to throw it back in the ocean. It keeps flopping back. Mm-hmm. It's thrown again. And then he realizes that he needs to save this fish. So then he, the, he takes, he starts taking care of the fish. It starts yeah. growing. It becomes it in, like, massive. larger and larger containers of water. Yes, but it brings his joy back, and it brings mm-hmm. back the joy of the whole town. Yeah. But along the way, Harry and the fish, they eat many tacos. They yeah. have they have so much fun together. God, they are having a grand old fucking time. Yeah. 
Oh my god. Also, like, there are multiple moments. It's not like the song's just playing in the background of the story. Yeah. He is, like, singing the song <laughs> to the fish. And that choice <laughs> is, like, so perfect. Yes. This song is, like, pretty sensual. Like, yeah, this song yeah. is, like, hey, like, I'm, like, really turned on by you. Like, I just yeah, like, want yeah, to be yeah. forever. Like, yeah. it's, like, very, like, romantic and, like, sexy. Yeah. And he's just, like, all I want to do is, like, give this fish all of the love in the world. Like, it is yes. such an amazing choice. I love him so much. Much. He does oh eventually. God. The fish returns to his fish family. Yeah, Harry decides yeah. to move away from Marota and like go live his own life on a sailboat. And he powers that sailboat by his screams. By his screams that he has in the jar, which is honestly like a really cool kind of metaphor yes. that he was like storing away his emotion and now it's yeah. like gonna like take him to a new yes. land. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. honestly, guys, that's some good shit. It's some good. I shit. will say at the end of the video, I did look. He did not like write or direct. Yeah, yeah. Like, I, so this, no, no, I don't know that any of this is his idea. Yeah, yeah. Um, but he signed off on it. He exactly. was like, I'd love to sing to this fish, and I love that for him. It does mean, too, that all of this insane Erota, visit Erota buildup was No, was all it. This. It was just for this one silly video, and I Oh, no, I just, like, it was all, like, it actually was, like, Harry. Like, oh, yeah, 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 for yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah no, it, it had to be. Um, and yes, I do love that it was for this video. Yes. And, like, I would love if he, like, never even, like, comes back to this stuff. Like, yeah. No, 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 I think he was just like, well, let's, uh, let's just really go hard on this one, and, yeah. uh, that'll be that. Oh, my God. I will say one more quick piece of Harry news is that he, um, the album art for his, uh, uh, like, vinyl was revealed. Oh, yeah. There is just, like, a naked Harry yeah. picture. I mean, there's no dick, but there's everything else. Thoughtry. Um, Thoughtry <laughs> has, uh, Emily Y confidently named him. Thought Harry. <laughs> Um, I did not come up with it. It's been in the fandom for now for oh, a little while. Okay, gotcha. Um, I will say he gave an interview and they asked him about it. It says, the former One Direction yes, star initially yes. played coy and responded, allegedly, when asked whether it was in fact him who posed naked for the cover art <laughs> during an interview with a morning mashup on Sirius XM Hits 1. But moments later, he cleared up the guessing game by adding, it's me and I am naked. <laughs> fucking love. As we know, Harry Styles cannot keep a secret. No, 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 no. <laughs> Do you remember the Absolutely story um, that he was talking about how he could, or maybe Jenna told it. With his mom. Yes! Yeah. <laughs> the gift. Tried to keep it a secret, tried to keep a secret, and then as she's opening it, it's a purse! Just like, classic. <laughs> it really, oh really adds up. I love it. Um, love yeah. It. What a fun week should be a One Direction fan. Yeah. A special One Direction fan who's already kind of hated Liam. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? Um, also something insane to me, uh, the only, at least from what I saw, hyping of band members to other band members, all I saw was Louis hyping Liam yeah. for his album release. Also, I didn't Pick include it, but I guess that, like, Liam, you know, how he's, like, when talking about his, like, mental health journey, which, like, I'm yeah. not gonna mock, like, good for him. Yeah. But he said that, like, Louis has been, like, a big help to him, and that he's, like, called Louis, and he's, like, Louis, like, been through so much that he's, like, a really, like, he, but it was actually very sweet. He was, like, okay. it's, like, really amazing to see him, like, after these last few years, like, he's, like, been through hell, but, like, he's, like, just, like, so, like, such a beautiful person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was very nice. Um, that being said, um, go to a therapist. Not yeah. just your former boyfriend members, <laughs> you know? You can do both. Listen to Harry. Go to a therapist. You can do can change both. Your life. Um, and also... And you can release music that doesn't suck. <laughs> honestly, can you imagine? I mean, he, like, we just said, he has a nice voice. Liam yeah. has a very nice voice. Yeah. And there are, are a lot of songs that he wrote that I that are enjoyed. Yeah, that are good. Yeah. There's, there's potential. Yeah. I don't know how we're going to get back to it. Yeah. I don't think it's going to involve dating a potential high school student. No. No, 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 no. <sighs> or even a freshman in college. That's still gross. Either way, it's not good. Not good. You know? Don't like it's that It's not good. I remember being a freshman in college. I was an idiot. Yeah. <laughs> 
I was not even close to a grown adult. Like, yeah, I could yeah, not yeah. establish enough what a child I was. <laughs> um, I mean, still mm. am, you know, but especially then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, anyway, back to uh, Change Your Ticket. How'd you rate this song? <laughs> not super high. I'll give it a two and a half. Right. Full fit, just a 50%. Halfway there. Um, <laughs> it sounds fine, you yeah. know? It's not like... I don't think if I, like, heard it on the radio, I'd be like, what is this shit, yeah. you know? But it's, like, <laughs> after this right album, off. I've really enjoyed this album. Yeah. It's, like, definitely, like, oh, thank God, this is a bonus track yeah, yeah, kind yeah. of a vibe. And I think, like, that's it, too. Like, it's, I'm reading on a curve, because four is good. It's, yeah. like, I think my favorite album so far. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, two and a half. I'm going to give it, um, I'm going to give it a Liam, because, honestly, that, like, lyrical uninspiredness reminds yeah. me of a lot of what I'm reading about his latest album. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm gonna give it a Zane, and then I'm gonna give it, um, actually, I feel like I've gotta really be giving out my Zanes these next few mm. songs, because he's not in the band next, I next know. album, you know? Yeah. I feel like we can still include him in our ratings. I was so. gonna say, do we have to do a, do a four ranking? A ranking <laughs> one out of four? No. One to four? Um, anyway, but I will give it a Zane for that reason. Um, we have so little time left with him. <laughs> And then I'll give it a half of a Harry, and that half will be, I think we've done this before, but it's like top, right, bottom, left. Yeah. Love it. Yeah. Smush <laughs> together. Figure it go. out. There you go. Um, I'm going to give it a three and a quarter. Um, mm-hmm. I would listen, I don't know if it's necessarily even like a skip for me, mm-hmm. um, like if it, it plays, it plays, yeah. but I don't really feel like I'd add it to the playlist. Yeah. Um, I don't mind the sound of the song, even though it is just a ripoff. Yeah. And... But it's a, it's a, like, it was worth ripping off. Yes. It sounds good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so, yeah, I'm also gonna give it a Liam. I'm gonna give it a, a full Zane because he did, allegedly, help write this. Yeah, he doesn't do that that <laughs> often. Good job, Zane. Um, I'm going to give it a Louie. Um, because I feel like he did a lot of dating while touring, so. Louie did? Yeah, he's always dating Eleanor. Oh, I thought you meant, like, dating around. And I was like, I thought you had oh, one no, girlfriend. No. Okay, I see what you mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, Eleanor. Change, your, change t- your ticket Change out. your ticket, love. <laughs> we got bound a little bit more. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh. Full body goosebumps. I want to do your ass. <laughs> hey. Hey, Eleanor, go to the parking lot. <laughs> they call it a car park. This <laughs> is the car park. Is that and, true? Yeah, I think so. Then why did he, did he say parking lot? He's British. <laughs> He's been too much time in LA. Oof, true. Um, anyways, and then I'm going to give it a quarter of a Harry for its horny energy. <laughs> <laughs> <He's>, um, <laughs> he always wants you to do that for him. And it's going to be... Yeah. It's going to be... It's going to be his crotch... It's a quarter. Oh my god! I we have done so many cursed things in the ways that, that we've ever not the voice. most cursed. It's not. I was gonna say I know that it's not, and yet it just really unsettles me. Sorry. <laughs> Anyways, bye. <laughs> See you next week. <laughs>